sixth episode of uh, You Know Better or YKB. Uh, this is your host, uh, Spooky, and let me pass it to my guys. Go ahead, DC. Hey, guys, it's DC. I thought you guys should know that, according to some scholars, there is a missing century and that we may actually be living in 1920. Explain. Well, when there was some sort of switch to the Gregorian calendar, some people think that a lot of the Europeans uh, kind of screwed up a little bit and actually jumped time ahead an extra century on accident. So if that was to happen, again, we'd be living in 1920 right now. And we basically have been missing a century of history. So basically, like, you know how they're saying the Mayan calendar was 10 days off. And if you add that up, we're, we're supposed to die on June 25th of this year, since it was supposed to happen mm-hmm. in 2012. So you're saying we're still 100 years behind to the end of the, our existence. Well, I would say that the world did end in 2012, and we just entered the darkest timeline at that point is the dlc expansion <laughs> the, the trump dlc expansion to the end of the world <laughs> i like it all right go <laughs> ahead hammer hey guys uh i once tackled dc while playing basketball because i was really mad at him <laughs> okay <laughs> i remember uh mick tackle dc as well when we we're playing two-hand touch almost caused a fight in middle school I'm noticing a common theme here. DC used to talk a bunch while playing sports. It was really annoying. <laughs> I just don't know why y'all let him get to you like that, though. I was, just... It was like eighth grade. I don't know. <laughs> he's, just a mad, he's just a mad shit talker. That's what he is. But I, thought, I always thought it was funny whenever he was just talking shit to random people. <laughs> that was the old middle school and high school me. I've grown up since then. I don't know about much, but you have grown. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's continue with the show. Um, We're going to talk about um, the music industry, how it's been stagnated with the media and, you know, just current music times, how the radio sucks. And then we're going to talk about what we've been up to during this whole quarantine. It's been about three months or exactly three months since the time when everything shut down. So that's that's crazy uh shout out to june 19th which is juneteenth as well for today uh and then we got a big announcement from hammer it's a special surprise and then moving forward we're not going to have a review today just because we didn't we just decided to take a break for this week next week we'll have one over a music album called uh, from artist charlie xcxc we don't know her very well we don't know her music but it'll be interesting on our take on that uh, but we do have an overrated from DC, a conspiracy from Hammer, and a story time from me. Uh, so let's start with the show. Um, DC, you brought up the music industry. I'll let you go first. So I was thinking about this. It's not necessarily a really hot take, but I was listening to the radio because I forgot my phone. And I was like, my goodness, this is really boring. And I realized that pretty much every song that came on uh, 1061, which is the contemporary pop, it sounded so similar that I thought they could be the same people. And just music, there are certain places where they're taking risk. Um, one of my favorite bands, Ghost, for example, is new. But 
a lot of the the music coming out today is very formulaic they have found you can get this many listens if you sing about the same thing in the same style with the same music and that's just all it is so there's not really any artistry in mainstream music anymore it's all just a numbers game now there are other music scenes of course other than the mainstream and you are seeing some innovation there um but i i think that it kind of strikes the balance because if you get too indie then I, it's not really for me i don't think it sounds good um but on the other hand, too mainstream doesn't sound good either. So I think you got to find like a middle ground there. And I don't know, music to me, it's just not, it's not art anymore. Hammer, do you yeah. have something to say? Yeah, I agree. Um, I heard something recently um, from this YouTuber I watch. And he was basically saying all the music industry is trying to get songs on TikTok. So they're going to have like these short little clips in there of either like a memeable thing or you're able to dance to it. And it's really true. Like all the poppy, really poppy stuff right now fits that genre completely. Um, and that's, I, I can't even listen to the hit station anymore. Um, I listen to the alternative station and like my favorite one is on Sunday nights, they have a locals only. And that's when I can actually hear like the artistry coming through and like the songs are actually really good. Are y'all 40 years old? Cause y'all sounded really old listening to the radio. <laughs> I know it was like a, a one-time thing. Yeah. Cause I, I refuse to listen to the radio for the exact same things that y'all said, just cause everything gets repeated. Like you hear Post Malone, every other song, there's nothing wrong with Posty. It's just, I don't want to listen to them that much in the same songs every time. Uh, and then when you get on the hip hop station, it's all the generic crap on there as well that I don't even listen to on Spotify on their main playlist because it's just, it's the same music that's on the radio and you know, rock music. It's just, I feel like, you know, besides ghosts, I really don't know any of the rock bands that are new and that kind of sads me, saddens me because I grew up listening to rock music when I was like five and six through my sisters. So I don't know. It's just, it's like what DC said. You really have to find a, a happy balance because I listen to a lot of, you know, under like indie pages or on, on playlists on Spotify. You could ask Hammer because I always tell him, hey, this person is going to get big in a few years. And I was mostly correct. But it's just sometimes the indie music could be really just really like raw to the music. Like they still haven't found their voice or their sound. So I, I personally don't, I try to avoid the radio as much as possible just cause it's trash. And to Hammer's point about everybody's trying to make TikTok songs. It's like Drake, he made that song forcibly. And I think that's one of his worst songs ever considering he also has a bunch of other bad songs. So that's saying a lot. Drake also grooms little girls. Hey, he's not R. Kelly there yet, but he just give it about 10 more years. I remember I kept a list of all the artists you listened to, Spooky, when we were freshmen in college. And you were, you knew more, like that got popular later than I would have ever expected. I would say who, this. Who was the biggest one? 
Chance the, the Rapper. Weekend. The yeah, weekend and Chance too, the yeah. Rapper. You knew both of them before they were big? Yes. Man. But a lot of the new rappers that are potentially get big, they die too early. So it's just kind of been stuck at this limbo for rap where it's a bunch of the older artists that were popular when we were teenagers, like Drake. He needs to go away. Um, but a lot of the other guys that were had potential to be superstars, they either die from drugs or they got shot and killed. So I kind of listened to reggaeton, which is kind of like, or Latin trap music, which is kind of like the, the Spanish version of rappers. And a lot of, a lot of American artists has been copying their sound and everything with that. I don't know if you listen to the radio, you might hear it, but they copy that same rhythm, same music. It's like Justin Bieber with Despacito. Ever since that song got popular, everybody's been trying to jump on the wave. I mean, that's not too surprising. It's kind of goes back to what I was saying. Like they find a good sound in pop and then they all just run with it. Just no, nothing is being innovated. It's just, I mean, I know there's, you probably hear the same music, but there's fresher ways to make the same song sound better with different ideas on it. You know, like telling the same story, you can tackle it different angles, but it just feels like this is the time because we, we talked about how the video games has no innovation. We also talk about the movie, the, like the film industry also has no innovation. seems like the music industry is the same thing. It just seems like the world did end at 2012. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, there just isn't much innovation, but why would there be? Because we're, we're not really paying for innovation. We're paying for the same things, so. Art Hammer? is dead. Art is dead? I mean, yep. you can find some artists, but I just hate, I'm like, I'm not as young as I was when I used to look up all these newer artists and then they got popular later because I don't have time. And also with the internet as prevalent as it is now, there's so many young artists and I'm like, I don't know what's good. Like who has potential to be good. And it just, I get overwhelmed and I just kind of, kind of like, all right, I'm going to just stick to a few artists that I care to listen to their music. Well, to that point, you know, the barrier for entry is getting lower and lower. So it, there are going to be some good, good talent there, but it's harder to find than ever because there's so many bad artists at the bottom it can be hard to find the diamonds exactly and, and right now um the reggaeton was probably the biggest sound these past two years uh or the, the biggest influential genre but i also feel like it's kind of getting to a you know like a a reaching point where you know it's all starting to sound the same and it's just like, I mean, it's always been sounding the same. I know a lot of Latino people say that, but I feel like right now in America, it's getting to that point. And I don't know where we're going to go to next for the next innovation of music. I'm ready for it, though, whatever it is. Maybe go back to rock. It's been a while that rock music has been popular. I mean, you can correct yeah. me for No, when you said that, I thought about it. And there haven't been any, like really big rock bands that i could think of that kind of broke through i mean the early 2000s if you like it or not i mean there was a lot of bands that got pretty popular there and then i don't know what happened it was, i feel like when we hit 
high school, that's when the change happened and it just be kind of became hip hop and, you know, doctor will probably, um, you know, say that I'm wrong, but his death metal screamo music kind of got old real quick. <laughs> Let's just go back to the Baroque era. A fun fact, uh, well, not fact, but fun speculation. Uh, on Twitter, for some reason, there's uh, a post that says that Beethoven was actually African descendant. And I don't know if that's real or not, but that's what they're saying, that he was actually from North Africa and his family descended to Germany. So, yeah, maybe well, you can look into that, DC. <laughs> sure. I mean, we're all from Africa. That's where the first humans evolved. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> snarky history major right (laughs) all right so (laughs) that's enough from the music industry we'll definitely review a music album next week um and then we'll see if it's innovation or not but i'm curious uh but moving forward quarantine life um does anybody want to share what they've been doing for these three past three months and what they're planning to go forward with their lives um i'll go first um Pretty much this quarantine happened at the worst possible time for myself. Um, So as you all know, I was in a really, really bad relationship um, last year and it ended at the end of the year. So I came back home. And so I I was jobless. Um, Physically, I wasn't where I wanted to be either. I lost a lot of weight and I was already skinny to begin with. So I took a little time to regain my health um, get my mental clarity back and everything. Um, so right whenever I started getting like traction with a bunch of jobs, um, COVID hit and pretty much everywhere quit hiring. Um, so that's been kind of rough. Um, but I haven't been doing too much, just pretty much. I applied to at least two jobs a day. Um, mentally, I wish the quarantine wouldn't have, I mean, I know why it happened. I wish COVID wouldn't have happened because I think I needed to be with more people than what I was, Um, just kind of distract myself. But um, that's about it for me. I haven't done anything the past three months. How are you feeling recently? Um, I feel better. Um, It goes, it goes in cycles, you know, same mental health cycle, but have a bad day and then a week or two, a good week. But, other than that, I mean, I've been fine. I know what you mean. It's just uh, I've been I've been enjoying the social life, you know, like every other like weekend. I like to go out to hang out with y'all, my friends and family. But ever since like you know the quarantine happened, it's just been like I've been living like I was uh, pre junior year of high school, where I was kind of a hermit. I didn't really hang out with anybody. I would just stay home all weekend, play video games, and. That's how my life has been for the past three months. I've got so many video games I need to play now that I have purchased. And, you know, it's with not much going on and, you know, life. I'm not even going to the gym. I've been working out at home. It's, I mean, it's fun. It keeps me distracted from all the stuff that's going on in the world. And on top of that, there's no sports. So I really had to, you know, put myself into these games just because – they're just the only entertainment that I have right now. And if I'm not playing a video game, I've just been watching Sopranos, which 
you know that show that show i don't know if it age well but <laughs> they say it's one of the best shows and i just watched it trying to see if it actually is or isn't but maybe i i got i started it too late or maybe it's just the era that we live in now that i don't know how this show will fly now just because it's very misogynist but i don't know go ahead dc uh my life it's been pretty boring i guess i am in my final uh two weeks now of college but uh, I've been able to spend the quarantine time doing, you know, research and papers. So that's been nice, I guess. Um, but basically, I just live here and then go to my girlfriend's house. And that was pretty much the only two places I've been. Um, I, too, have not been able to play basketball at all or work out in really any capacity. So that mixed with an increase of fast food has not been good for my weight, so that's been a bummer. Um, and I'm really dying to play basketball again. But Dude, I, have, I miss basketball so much. <laughs> I do too. I just want to get out there and play. Like, I'm going to be so winded and so tired, but I don't care. I just want to play. Um, like plus, Hammer, go ahead. I was just going to say, Hammer's put on some muscle, so I'm scared to go up against him now. Oh, I, I, I I'll bet. be dominating the paint. <laughs> Um, but no, I've been the entire time when it was like the beginning of the quarantine, that was probably like the nicest spring that we had in the longest time. Cause it either gets really hot quick or it stays really cold and we skip the entire spring season. But there was a lot of those days where it was like 70 degrees, 60 degrees. I'm like, damn, man, I really wish we could play basketball or play football because this weather, I don't know if we're going to get that same weather next year. Yeah, that's something else, too, is we, we hadn't played football, really, in, like, years. And then we started playing again. And then, like, a couple months after we start, we got COVID. Um, plus, doctor is not really following any quarantine restrictions. So I don't want to play anything with him right now. <laughs> uh, um, huh? He's doctor, so he, he should be knowing what he's doing, right? <laughs> you would think um but yeah that's been me just kind of like you spooky just kind of playing some games and watching some movies and tv and i don't know ever 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 since this quarantine happened y'all got me playing fps games all over again and i never (laughs) like to play those because i suck at them and you know my reaction time is not as fast as it used to be but damn man yeah Y'all got me playing Rainbow Six, and we've been playing like three months straight. And it's, I mean, I enjoy it. It's pretty fun, but like, never thought I'd spent that most of my year this year playing that game. It's been a crazy year, and we've been playing more Xbox together than we have ever. Very right. true. Uh, so Hammer, some good stuff. Hammer, how much you bench now? I have no clue because my weight machine in my garage does not have, well, it's not really a bench machine. I just kind of push it out. So it's not full on full bench. Uh, And I I don't know the weight amount on it because it's not labeled. Man, like you're lucky that you have weights. I don't have any weights. I've just been doing a lot of body weight and cardio and high intensity interval training. So I lost a lot of the, weight or it does appear so because like my jeans 
they look like dad jeans now. My shirts, they're just pretty loose now. But I weighed myself for the first time after three months since, you know, last time I weighed myself. And I'm still the same weight. I'm like, where the hell did I gain this weight to? Like, I don't know. Just maybe I gained muscle other places and I lost the muscle where I originally had them. But it's just weird. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, I've been on a roller coaster of weight this past year. It's been crazy. <laughs> You're like one of those actors. Yeah, pretty much. I'm a method actor. He's a uh, he's uh, Christian Bale. <laughs> or Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. Or uh, I, Tom Hardy. I, I have a, a scale that measures like fat percentage and all that. And I'm, I've been mainly paying attention to the fat percentage. And Yo, I'm kind of curious how much fat percentage I have because the last time I got that checked out, I was like at 12%. Well, sometime you can come by my house and check it out. That I'll make sure to fast the entire time so that way I'm not disappointed <laughs> with the results. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe all y'all are losing weight during quarantine or at least staying the same. I've put on like 15 pounds in the last three months. So, hey, man. 15 pounds in three months is not bad. It's, I mean, it's not good, but it at least it's not like when people go to college in their freshman year, they gain 50 pounds in one semester. I guess. I've seen, yeah. I've seen that happen before. But I'm getting back to my diet, kind of, so I'm hopefully going to be dropped by the next time I see you guys. Just make sure you jerk off more, and that help you help you uh, get that workout in. Is that true? That's how I maintain my weight. <laughs> Go take walks in that old golf course because it's technically parked now. Oh, there you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Is there any last words on y'all's quarantine life or what y'all plan to do forward since, you know, it's, it appears that we're going to hit a second wave soon? Um, find a way to keep yourself occupied because I think we're probably not even halfway done. Hammer? Uh, I, I'm going to try to get a job <laughs> like there I've been doing. I, I bought myself Persona Royal 5. Still a long game. I got uh, the Pokemon DLC came out the other day, so I still have that to play. PlayStation had a sale, and for some reason, I ended up buying Doom Eternal and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So I'm going to be really busy these next few months playing these video games. And thankfully, they pushed back cyber, Cyberpunk because that's the next game that I was planning to get, the full price at least. You're not going to get Last of Us 2 at full price? I'll wait till the winter when, it's, uh, when they discount it. Okay. The one thing I learned is like every dollar you spend, it should equate to an hour to the gameplay. And I've been seeing as a 20-hour video game, and I don't think that's worth for a $60 price, no matter how good the story is and the gameplay. Well, that's a whole different thing because I think that's a decent barometer, but there's short games too that are worth more than their dollar per hour cost. That's true. I mean, like those indie games like Inside or Night in the Woods. Yeah, or Oxen Free, or a lot of people would say um, Coming Home, Gone Home. God, yeah, that game is terrible. And that game was expensive. But anyway. Too. <laughs> yeah, they were asking twenty dollars, and and I beat the game in like seventy two minutes or something. That's not worth it. 
<laughs> but sorry. no, that one was awful. I bought it 90% off and I still felt ripped off. I was like, I paid oh. $3 for this. Um, but anyway, that, I think that could be a whole different topic down the road. We could talk about that later. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we move on to, um, our, our overrated, uh, hammer, what's your announcement? Well, I've been a lifelong Oklahoma state fan. Um, pretty much my whole family went there. Um, I'm officially denouncing my fanhood because I'm just so mad at everything happening. Um, the first thing that happened was a couple weeks ago, um, our basketball program got um, put on restrictions. So we, or Oklahoma State, lost three scholarships and a postseason ban. And just at the time when the number one recruit in the nation is coming, he's probably going to be the number one pick in the NBA draft. Um, no one really knows what he's doing yet. but So that, that bummed me out. And then, like a few days ago, the football coach, uh, Mike Gundy, um, was pictured wearing an OAN shirt, which, if y'all don't know, is just short of InfoWars. It's a far-right wannabe news network. Um, Pretty much, they are totally against Black Lives Matter um, and a bunch of other crazy things. And so, like, a lot of the players on Oklahoma State were like, coach what what's up and they were saying they weren't gonna do anything with Oklahoma State and then later that day Gundy came out with the guy that called him out or the Chuba Hubbard the best running back in the nation and he was like this is unacceptable we have to make steps forward and it was just a totally weird video I don't know spooky or sod or anything it wasn't a sincere apology. It felt kind of forced to me. That's why he came out with a second video like the next day, more yeah. prepared with the PR team. And then it came out that he was calling when he was a player back in the 80s or 70s, whenever he played, that he was calling players the N-word like constantly. And I'm just I, – I wish he had gotten fired. I still wish he was fired. But I'm I'm really tired of Gundy and – not going to be a fan of Oklahoma State this year. I don't blame you. Uh, they've been disappointing us ever since we got screwed in that one national title bid. But no, I think I think it's you know the it's Oklahoma, so it's kind of like what do you expect? But I mean, as a coach, I think you expect to be better or better leader. Like you're working with a bunch of black men. And you expect these guys to, like, you know, to me, a good coach is the one that's very personable and built that relationship. But I guess some coaches don't believe in that. They just see you as a business and, you know, them potentially gaining another paycheck in the future. Um, would you would you be a fan after they got rid of him? Um, maybe. I, I'd highly consider it. Or you can stop watching college sports since it's all rigged anyways. That sounds better. <laughs> it's just a watered-down version Later. of professional sports. Unless it's Alabama losing. Yeah, and combining D.C.'s two least favorite things, college baseball is going to be really good because none of the players got drafted because there's only five rounds for baseball. Oh, wow. Wow. 
all 37 fans are going to be thrilled. What about wrestling? We're still going to be national champions every year? Probably. (laughs) Every time when OU fans make fun of OSU fans for mentioning the wrestling titles, they always put that Brokeback Mountain photo. It's like, this is how the OSU Cowboys wrestle. (laughs) If y'all don't know about that movie, it's about two men that are sexually intimate with each other. Spoiler alert. Oh. Yeah, come on. I'm sorry. It's not like the movie's been out for 16 years. (laughs) (laughs) I did actually, hold on though. I did want to ask Hammer, because I don't know anything about college, because who cares? But the basketball program is in trouble too? Yeah. So like an assistant coach a few years ago, not with the current coaching staff, it was like the whole coach before, he was like bribing players without the college knowing and so they kind of came down hard on him and disciplined OSU even though he hasn't been there for a couple of years huh I yeah don't it's, know it's, that's fair it, college is really weird when they give out the the punishments it's like with Reggie Bush it's not really his fault that he was getting paid but they took away the trophy and the title I believe that year that they won and it doesn't make sense because like just because he was getting paid doesn't make him the, the worst player. He doesn't deserve the, the title at all. And then USC completely, like, broke ties with him for, like, over 10 years. And now they're recently putting him back in just because I'm pretty sure COVID is affecting their economy. So they're like, we need to make money. So who's one of our most popular alumni? Reggie Bush. So it's just weird how college does punishments. It's like back in the 80s when SMU got caught for cheating for paying players the same way the other teams pay players. They gave them the death penalty, which for the last 20, no, the last 30 years, they haven't been the football program they were in the 80s. So I don't know. It's just like a Roger Goodell situation, just random ass punishments. And those violations for OSU, they had one. And then Kansas and among others have like three. And I guarantee you nothing's going to happen to them because they're the, the high market programs. Well, I mean, it's no secret. It's business first. Yeah, it's like you don't want to ruin your your top teams. It's like if uh, like the the tampering between LeBron and Anthony Davis, then we're gonna screw over the Lakers and LeBron at the same time. But it's whatever. It's that's all true. Business. That's every league. Yeah. Yeah. The NFL, you know, that's why they don't do anything to the Patriots, even though they cheat like every year. Hey, maybe this year forward, now that Tom Brady, the face, left. So, you never know. Let's see. Yeah. But, all right, let's move forward. Uh, overrated time. Go ahead, DC. I'm curious what's overrated. Oh, this one might be the hottest take I've had on this show. Um, is military glorification overrated? Like our culture in America, like, like army movies, army games, and mm-hmm. such. And, and things even like um, support the troops and all the troops made sacrifices for you. And even things where it's like uh, soldiers get to uh, whatever privileges they have, uh, board first or whatever. Um, I think, you know, is it is it overrated? 
Should they be treated just like us or should they be put a little bit on a pedestal? Uh, I mean, in a sense, I'll play devil's advocate to your point. Um, they're, I mean, in the purest form, they're technically, technically there to take care of us in case if there's like a huge war. They're the first ones in the line of defense and they're putting their li- lives, you know, at risk. But we really haven't had that big of a, like a, a war like that for how big our military should be, you know? Um, basically what I'm saying, we should probably like lower the budget on that or whatever on it. But it's like I said, uh, a month ago on our text, I'm saying like America has been running around World War II, like the OA Celtics with that one ring on their belt. And they've just been running with it ever since. So I think that's where a lot of the patriotism in the American military started, in my opinion probably just because that was a pretty big war and we just happened to be one of the main contributors to win that war. Cause there was a lot of other countries that were part of the allied powers, but all you really hear is Russia, Britain and America. So I don't know. Hammer. Yeah, that's a good point. Like I've always wondered, like when you go to sports games um, and they always introduce like a military number and everyone stands and claps for a long time what exactly do they do like because a lot of times it's just desk work and so we're just clapping for people that do normal jobs um and like i i get i get the combat and i get like the medics and everything but like for the people just doing normal desk work i don't know why they're glorified as much well, too, there are, and I don't want to overgeneralize because there's literally millions of Americans in the military, so it's not going to be true for all of them. But, you know, every the three or four people that I personally know that were in the armed forces, they all joined because they wanted the benefits. They wanted free college. They wanted its decent money. And, you know, it's all expenses paid. And they did it for themselves because they saw it as a viable career. So, That's true. That is true from the people I know as well. Yeah, they, they chose. It's not like they didn't know the risks associated. They said, I would like to do this for the money and for everything, the awesome retirement. They're like, I'm going to do this for that. And again, there are some people, there are literally millions. So some surely just want to serve the country. Some just want to protect the country. But I think, you know, it, it, it can be dangerous to Hammer's point, but a lot of times it is just desk work or something that's not dangerous at all. So I just think that military people are just like you and me. They do a job that they chose that they weren't forced into. And they can't so, quit or not. They go to jail. Yeah. I mean, they sign a contract, but again, they knew that going in. It's not a surprise. So, I just think that maybe it is overrated and military people are just people. And there's, you know, like, it's like what you said, there's millions of people in the military. So, you know, some do go in there's like, Hey, I want to take care of my country. But it's like I said, like, you know, uh, what, what has been there a big conflict, but you know, nine 11 was pretty big, but like something that was like, Oh damn, like, you know, I feel like threatened for my life. I need to join to stop this war war to happen 
I, I mean, I personally haven't seen it. Maybe I was too young to see it during 9-11, but it's just, it's just, um, it is kind of like a, it's just another job that you could do. Um, a lot of people do do it for their own benefits. And it's like, where's the American patriotism that people preach about? And some people do stay for 20 years, but sometimes, if you know, if they stay longer, that's cool because they get even more benefits. But I know my my manager, he did the Navy for 20 years and then he could retire from it and he gets all the benefits from the military. So it's kind of like, yeah, you were in it for 20 years in the branch, but you just did it for financial security as well. So, huh, like you had your own agenda for doing this. And he's, it's weird to me because he was saying like the government's trying to control us with COVID and he's not, he's refuses to take a shot from COVID because he doesn't know what mind controlling substance. I'm like, dude, you were in the military for 20 years. That's already mind controlling as it is. <laughs> but, and then I, my, my other coworker, his son's in the air force. He's an engineer. He's like a team lead and he really loves it. That's what he tells me like, so he said he wants to have kids, but he really loves this and he wants to stay it as long as possible. So, you know, some people do enjoy it. Some people, you know, like I remember one guy in school was like, oh, I was in it for eight years and I felt like my life wasn't moving anywhere to what I could be accomplishing now. And that's why I'm in college at age 30. I'm like, oh, well, at least you don't look 30, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, it's literally in everything. Uh, movies. Saving, shaving private Ryan. That's a porno, but <laughs> saving private Ryan, all of the call of duty games. Um, I don't know. It's just, it just seems like it's American culture at its finest. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's kind of, at least in the South, I I've only ever lived in Texas, but Maybe it's different in other parts of the country, but around here, it is very common to see support the troops or, you know, stuff like that everywhere. Yeah, the way we should be supporting the troops is uh, getting them some mental health after when they see some crazy shit, you know? PTSD is real. Or, you know, sometimes they have, you know, they get their limbs blown off and it's like what my uncle told me before I, I decided, you know, I was contemplating. He's like, you know, sometimes a lot of people are homeless after this, you know, it's just, it's not good, but that's a different conversation for a different day. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so hammer, are you ready for your conspiracy? I am ready. This one's going to take a bit of a backstory. Uh, okay. cause it's kind of weird. Go ahead. All right. So, Everyone knows about Enter Enterprise Car Rental, the, the company, um, and they absolutely love to hire graduated student athletes from college. Um, they don't even hide from that because you see all the commercials and then they have exclusive programs for them. Um, they're always like, oh, we're the largest hire of NCAA athletes, but um, and they, it seems a little weird that the, it's the only car rental company that does this. You don't see like Avis or Budget or any of the others doing this. Um, and the athletes are driven. Um, they probably don't have very much experience, but this, these jobs have high promotion uh, opportunities um, with probably lower pay. 
And so instead, let's hold on. Humans. Hold on. Can you repeat that again, please? Uh, which part? I'd like the last five seconds. Yeah. So um, the athletes are really driven, um, probably have little experience, but they will get paid less, but they have high promotion like possibilities. Um, instead, they are accumulating the highest performance humans in the country in case there's a major catastrophe or government overthrow. Because if you think about it, they already have a huge fleet of vehicles at their disposal. And now they have the most physically gifted humans in the country in order to protect themselves and protect their faction from intruders. So they can use their fleet to make sure, make sure they have this super area and feel safe to do so with like the highest performance humans. So, so you're basically <laughs> saying they're making Captain America with all, a lot of Americans. Yes. Yep. I mean, it's, what is it's, the fleet of vehicles? <laughs> so they can all get to an area and they have opportunity to go elsewhere if they need to. So it's basically that question, what do they put in this food for these kids, you know? Yeah. And so why else would they be hiring all of them? <laughs> why? <laughs> Hammer. <laughs> this, this is the best one yet. So does Enterprise know that something's happening or going to come? I don't know if they know, but they're just in case of emergency. They have it stockpiled. They're willing to risk their entire business hiring people that shouldn't be in that position just for this doomsday scenario? Well, I mean, they, they're not necessarily, they don't, they can work at it and they probably don't have the experience as, as others do, but they can still work at it and they need a place to start. So it's just a car rental oh. company. I don't Spooky. know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> They're just making super soldiers for the worst. I, I mean, I guess, right? <laughs> and then their offsprings will be even better because they're two athletes. That's true. Parents. When you so it just keep getting better. It's like Patrick Mahomes. Both his parents were athletes, right? Yeah. And he just became a super athlete himself. So is right? that part of the plan, or is that a byproduct? That's or? a byproduct. Because they can, they can start their own little city or area, or if they really wanted to, a country, and just take over the world with their superhumans and their okay. cars. And so, so that's, I, it's like Kirk the Enterprise. Enterprise, exactly. That's where it came from. Bro, this is sounding like Metal Gear Solid in a way, <laughs> where they clone the big boss because he's like the best super soldier in in history. But I don't know. <laughs> Um, I don't think I agree with your, <laughs> with your conspiracy. Why is that? I think, you know what? It's fine. <laughs> oh no, you can't say that. <laughs> what do the cars have to do with it? And why... <laughs> why with any dystopian future you need cars you need vehicles to get places you you see that in every video game fallout or doesn't movie. have vehicles 
Yeah, but they got they got helicopters. Only a select few. It's because they didn't have the superhumans, so they didn't have the cars. They did have superhumans. They're called yeah. super mutants. Well, but that's Fallout. <laughs> We're not talking yeah, about Fallout. We're talking about like <laughs> Cyberpunk or Total Recall or uh, Blade Runner. They're going to start their own Megaton. <laughs> okay. So do you think that these athletes are like privy to this information or just like the higher ups? I, I think it's just the higher ups because the athletes can't be scared away. So they can't, they just know it's a good place to work if you're an athlete. They don't know why. And wouldn't you want like smart people instead of like big people? No, you just need a good salesman for cars. <laughs> you don't necessarily need to be the smartest for that. You just got to be a smooth talker. No, I just mean like for the apocalypse. I guess you want big people oh. to be like to defend you. Yeah, like brutes. <laughs> just get them yeah. out there. It's uh, you know, actually, I kind of believe this uh, this uh, conspiracy. I don't know if you ever watched Ballers, um, the one with The Rock on HBO. But the first season, there was a retired NFL player, one of the main main uh, cast. He actually becomes a car salesman. Could be alluding to Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> I I would also like to mention that I've seen Enterprise like on Indeed before. And I didn't see anything about athletes. Like, am I missing something? I There's a bunch of commercials out there, and it's just random. I, I, I think they're just actors, but they're just holding their sports. Like, Yeah. Well, I'll take your word for it. All right, so is there any more, Hammer, before we move on to story time? No, I think I made my point. I like it. <laughs> it was unique. <laughs> this quarantine really DC. got you. <laughs> it got you thinking about a lot of things. Um, all right, so last time when I did story time, I talked about college. I didn't think I gave the best story, so now I I, I was thinking about it ever since. I got two stories, so I'm going to just tell one of them today. Um, so this was circa 2016. So I was a sophomore in my second semester around February. Um, colorized. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, uh, so it was, it was a pretty busy week of school. And I had like, I believe, two exams I had to prepare for on Thursday and Friday. But I remember that Wednesday, there was, there was a, my cousin texted me and he goes, to, he went to UNT at the time. We're both in the same fraternity. He's like, Hey, you should come to this showcase. Long story short, a showcase is when they unveil the new members in the fraternity to the Greek community. So that way they, everybody knows who the guys or girls are. Um, and you know, that's a three hour drive from OSU. And I, I was like, you know, what? it's on a Friday. I think I could do it. So I texted, you know, in our group chat to the other guys that we had. At the time, there was 10 of us. And four of the guys was like, yeah, we're down to make the drive on Friday. Well, all right, cool. We can stay there. It'll be a good time. And we'll drive back Saturday morning. But one of the guys, the president at the time, was like, 
hey, um, we have a community service that Saturday. And, you know, in our fraternity, we really take community service really serious because we need 30 hours at least for the semester. Or not, we can't partake in the activities in the following semester when we have uh, official parties or tailgates or whatever. Um, and I was like, oh, fuck, we did sign up for this like a month ago. And it's like, uh, he was like, and it's an all day thing. And you could get most of your hours out of the way, which could be like 10 to 12 hours, depending how long we stay there. And I was like, oh. it's like, y'all still want to go? Like, yeah, we, we could get there and then we could leave like at nine. So we could get back home like at 12 or one and get like six or seven hours of sleep. I'm like, all right, all right, we could do that. I'm like, perfect. Um, but then there was a girl I was talking to at the time. Um, I met her through my roommates his girlfriend's friend they had from high school and it was uh it was pretty bad because uh i forgot <laughs> so my roommate went to study abroad so i was hanging out with his girlfriend and her friend and they made plans to have after my community service on that saturday to go eat dinner and meet her parents i'm like oh fuck i forgot all about that and i was like uh yeah i could do that i was like i was like at this point i already had three things planned and i'm like damn it's like i don't it's like, i don't know if i want to worry about this at all right now because i have uh exams you know and that's my focus right now and i went to the library it was thursday i believe and did my stuff did like everything my usual routine and one of my other friends, uh, this really cool girl I was friends with, nothing, nothing like relationship rights. She was just like a homie to me. And she still is to this day. Um, she asked me if I wanted to go to hang out Saturday night to a party. I was like, no, I was like, I'm good. Like, I was like, I already have other things. Like, no, come on. Like, it'll be fun. I'm like, I was like, maybe it's like, I this is when I should probably learn how to say no instead of saying maybe because at least maybe <laughs> leaves the door open still. Um, so I'm like, all right, whatever. Cause I ain't got time for all this. So I stayed up till like two or three in the morning studying. I took my exam at nine. It was like about six hours of sleep. Um, and then that was Friday, and like I wanted to take a nap, but my roommate was pretty loud at the time. My new roommate. And I was like, well, screw it. You know, I might as well pack and get ready to go to Denton. So the guys got in the car. We all left. Then we went to the showcase. It was it was all right. I don't know if it was worth the drive or not. But the guys wanted to stay afterwards because they wanted to, like the fraternity guys, they wanted us to start stay there at a party. And that's when we had a conversation where, like, all the guys that rode with us, there was five of us. I was like, look, I don't mind if y'all want to stay, but we have to leave like the latest probably four because it's a three like a two and a half hour drive back to oklahoma city because that's where the service event is at and the earliest i want to leave is like at two or one so we're not you know driving that late and they're like oh yeah we'll be fine I'm like but who's driving back home no one said anything i'm like fuck he's like i'm gonna have to drive home so it was it was a good time i was talking to my cousin i met other guys I made one of the guys, the new guys in the fraternity, do a keg stand. I hauled him up. That was pretty cool. And, you know, it gets around 1.30. And the people that were older that were from the bars got back there from Fry Street. They came back to that house. And it got really crowded. It was humid in there. And I was like, man, bro, it's like, I'm going to die from, like, I might catch ammonia or something from, like, how hot it is in here compared to how cold it is outside. 
So I just stayed outside the entire time. And I realized like the guys were, were having a good time and they were talking to a few ladies and like the girls liked them too. And I'm like, oh, hell no, they're not staying. Like we have to go. So I started rounding the troop and some guys were purposely avoiding me. And there was like a crowd of people in there. And I was like, fuck bro. Like there's a lot of people in here. I could barely move my way in. So I just started shoving people out of my way. Like I didn't give a fuck. Cause I was like, I need to get home. I'm tired. And this drive is still long. And like people were getting mad. I was like, Hey, stop pushing this and that. I was like, who are you? And I'm like, I ignored it. I was like, don't look back. They don't know me. I'm about to leave soon. And I finally like, get everybody. It's like 3.30. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I'm so tired right now. So we drive and, you know, some guys have to make a, a quick pit stop to use the rush. I'm like, damn it, man. Like, this is still, still a long drive. I'm tired. Thankfully, the, the guy that was in passenger was my stayed awake with me the entire time. I played some loud ass metal music just so I could stay awake. And... I finally get home, get back to the Oklahoma city to where the other fraternity member guy's house was at with his parents' house. And he was like, it was 7 AM and we have to be up at eight. He's like, where the hell were y'all guys? I'm like, we're here now. Let's just let us get, get this power nap real quick. So we all took like an hour nap and, you know, I woke up and just like, I brushed my teeth cause I didn't get the chance to shower. I'm like, fuck it, dude. I was just, I'll just um, shower afterwards because this won't take too long. I'd go to community service. It was a, ter- uh, a karate tournament, which are pretty cool to watch. I didn't think karate was that cool to look at. Um, there's a lot of uh, fights. There's a lot of uh, techniques and show. And you see a lot of black belts teaching like the, the younger kids. And you can see a lot of the younger kids fighting each other. But sometimes, you know, it's Oklahoma. And some of the tournaments you see like, a grown ass man with a white belt fighting like this teenager with like a brown belt, which the brown belt is higher. And I was like, how is this even fair? Like, just cause he's white belt doesn't mean he's not physically more stronger than this teenager who's not even developed yet. But that's not point of the story. It's just things I've seen in the karate tournament. So this tournament lasts from 8 AM to 7 PM about, and I'm like, I try to text my friend's girlfriend, like, look, I don't know if I want to go because I'm really fucking tired. It's like, no, like, you're going to ruin your chance. You have to go. Like, this is your only opportunity. I'm like, I wanted to cry. I'm like, no, it's like, I'm just so tired. Like, I just don't want to do this. It's like, just do it. And I'm like, like, all right, I'll go. So I show up and I reapply more deodorant just because like I hadn't had a chance to shower. I'm like, fuck dude. I'm so, I feel like I'm sweaty and nasty right now. Like this is not a good feeling to me. Um, We get there. Her parents are nice. Her brother was kind of weird. Yeah. I I didn't, I didn't get a good vibe from him, but they make pasta and then they gave us wine. I'm like, dude, this shit is going to put me to sleep. This is comforting food. And you know, we ate, we're there chilling and i'm like so when we're gonna go home and they're like oh we're spending the night i'm like what i was like i don't want to stay here like i'm good i don't i just want to go home to my bed and just sleep for like 12 hours because i hadn't had much sleep the last two nights which was about seven hours of combined sleep and you know just stress level of cramming for these midterms um so after pleading for like an hour with my roommate's girlfriend, she's like, all right, we we'll go back home. I'm like, all right, cool. 
So we didn't get home till like 1130-ish because she lived in Edmond. So it was like a 40-minute drive all the way to OSU, Stillwater. All right, I'm finally back to my home. I I went to use the restroom and then I took a shower. But before, after I got out of the shower, I see one of the other fraternity guys that was still there. And then the girl that was asking me to hang out, like one of my, my, my home girl asking me to hang out. And I was like, I'm trying to go to sleep. I was like, no, no, you have to, you have to. I don't know if it's cause I was like already like delirious at this point. I just said, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go. And I was like, it can't be that long. Right? No, I was wrong. I didn't get home till like four o'clock. And to this day, I'm like, I don't know why I was so loyal to everybody. I don't know why I did that. And it kind of explains how I was in college because I didn't get much sleep getting home at 4 a.m. or 5. And it's kind of the reason why I'm kind of a grandpa now, just because I don't like to stay up that late, just because nothing good ever happens past 2 o'clock. And that was the truth because when I was there, that party was whack. And it was just like people were arguing. I'm like, all right, it's time for me to go because I ain't trying to see a fight. I'm just trying to catch some Z's and go to sleep. But that's it for my story. So if I ever say no to y'all, don't take it personal. It's just, I'm really tired. I, I just don't know how going out would be fun after getting only like an hour of sleep in the past two days. I don't know, man. It's, I was crazy back then. I mean, I still am, but like, it's just like, for some reason I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I don't care. Like, I'll, I'll sleep all day Sunday, which I didn't get the chance to, but it's because i don't know that's how my life was during that semester i remember you freshman year <laughs> coming back and like i didn't even hear you get back it wasn't even that bad you for like Fresh- two days freshman year wasn't that bad though <laughs> i don't know that second semester you were gone a lot yeah <laughs> sophomore year was probably my worst year of me getting home really late and never being never really sleeping that's where it really aged me in life i was just wondering what happened to the girl which one the one you were talking about the one you uh your roommate's girlfriend's friend oh just uh, she was kind of religious and i'm not so that's where it kind of (laughs) ended wow yeah, but no, she, it was a cool time, but I think, I don't know, just, her parents were nice. Uh, her dad was kind of a stoner, so he was high when I met him. I was like, damn, this dude is blazed out of his mind, and her mom was, I was really I was about sick. to ask you, was it, a, was it a stereotypical Edmund family, and then you just proved it wasn't? No, and I, she's, she's not like, like a, a typical white girl like a Karen she's really like open-minded about a lot of things the girl I was talking to and but her brother kind of gave me like a a redneck vibe OAN vibe (laughs) but I mean I I could be wrong it's just the way I met him he was just very serious with me I'm like ah fuck bro I ain't trying to fight this man he's just looking at me down like a pit bull but no it was um did you did I what did you get in them guts at least? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, anyway. 
No, <laughs> like just, way to end it. <laughs> no, just, just, we were all wondering. No, that shit was uh, never did that again. I mean, junior year I was a little bit more tamer, just because I got older, and I was just like, I I really need to prioritize my time, and I really just pick and choose. And by the time when I was senior year, I was like those fraternity events. I'm like, man, y'all could go to those. Like, I'm just trying to chill and just trying to sleep on my weekend because, you know, life, it's like life in college is just really time consuming. And once I graduated, I, I realized how much free time I had. And, you know, it just makes everything better because I could finally sleep those eight hours. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sleep is important. Yeah. But did y'all like the story? That was a good story. I did. Yeah. I, I, I'm surprised I never told y'all this story. Maybe it's because I was like keeping it to myself. I'm ready to hear about more of your college stories. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Aren't y'all? I mean, I have a bunch of other smaller stories, so I'll probably do like a compilation because there's some that's not as long as this one, but there's definitely some that has funny ass memories. But I got y'all. I got y'all in two weeks or three weeks, however long it is. Sounds good. All right. So any last words before we end this episode, before we move on? No. No? Man, that's that's pretty quiet of (laughs) y'all. But uh, all right. So thank y'all for joining us today, guys. Uh be stay tuned for the next episode. Bye. You've been listening to You Know Better or AKA YKB. Thank you for listening and please stay tuned for the next episode. Bye.